0: Psalm 69, for the chief musician, to the tune of Lilies, by David. Save me God, for the waters have come up to my neck. I sink in deep mire, where there is no foothold. I have come into deep waters, where the floods overflow me. I am weary with crying, my throat is dry. My eyes fail, looking for my God." Those who hate me without a cause are more than the hairs on my head. Those who want to cut me off being my enemies are mighty. I have to restore what I didn't take away. God, you know my foolishness. My sins are not hidden from you. Don't let those who wait for you to be shamed through me, Lord Yahweh of armies. Don't let those who seek you be brought to dishonor through me, God of Israel." Because for your sake I have borne reproach, shame has covered my face. I have become a stranger to my brothers, an alien to my mother's children. For the zeal of your house has consumed me. The reproach of those who reproach you has fallen on me. When I wept and I fasted, that was to my reproach. When I made sackcloth my clothing, I became a byword to them. Those who sit in the gate talk about me. I am the song of the drunkards. But as for me, my prayer is to you, Yahweh, in an acceptable time. God, in the abundance of your loving kindness, answer me in the truth of your salvation. Deliver me out of the mire and don't let me sink. Let me be delivered from those who hate me and out of the deep waters. Don't let the flood waters overwhelm me. Neither let the deep swallow me up. Don't let the pit shut its mouth on me. Answer me, Yahweh, for your loving kindness is good. According to the multitude of your tender mercies, turn to me. Don't hide your face from your servant, for I am in distress. Answer me speedily. Draw near to my soul and redeem it. Ransom me because of my enemies. You know my reproach, my shame, and my dishonor. My adversaries are all before you. Reproach has broken my heart, and I am full of heaviness. I looked for some to take pity, but there was none. For comforters, but I found none. They also gave me poison for my food. In my thirst, they gave me vinegar to drink. Let their table before them become a snare. May it become a retribution and a trap. Let their eyes be darkened so they cannot see. Let their backs be continually bent. Pour out your indignation on them. Let the fierceness of your anger overtake them. Let their habitation be desolate and let no one dwell in their tents. For they persecute him who you have wounded. They tell of the sorrow of those whom you have hurt. Charge them with crime upon crime. Don't let them come into your righteousness. Let them be blotted out of the book of life and not be written with the righteous. But I am in pain and distress. Let your salvation, God, protect me. I will praise the name of God with a song, and I will magnify him with thanksgiving. It will please Yahweh better than an ox, or a bull that has horns and hoofs. The humble have seen it and are glad. You who seek after God, let your heart live. For Yahweh hears the needy, and does not despise his captive people. Let heaven and earth praise him, the seas and everything that moves therein. For God will save Zion and build the cities of Judah. They shall settle there and own it. The children also of His servant shall inherit it. Those who love His name shall dwell therein. So this actually um, is is an interesting psalm because it's a messianic psalm. A lot of the psalms actually have little bits, little components that are messianic, which means they're talking about the Messiah or Christ, or in other words, Jesus. So we talked earlier about Psalm 22, which is probably the most messianic of all the Psalms. That was the Psalm where it said things like, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And there were things that Jesus said on the cross and other things that were found in that Psalm. And it was almost like a prophecy predicting Jesus would be crucified. So Psalm 22 is like the really standout messianic Psalm. Psalm 69 must be like the second most messianic, uh, you know, and maybe that's not quite right, but it's definitely a very prophetic psalm with things in it pointing towards Jesus. And um, so, as well as that being true, it's also written by David at a time when he was in big, big trouble. <laughs> so I think, I think it, it seems to be written at a time when David first started to flee from his enemies, because you know David had done nothing wrong; he had actually tried his best to be kind to Saul. We went through the, the videos in Samuel. David was kind to Saul. He killed Goliath. He risked his own life, saved the nation of Israel. He fought for Saul and Saul's army and had victory after victory. He was doing all these things, but then Saul became jealous and tried to kill him. So David ended up suffering for not doing anything at all. We've got verses in here, like in verse four. Those who hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of my head. They want to cut me off. So this was David's experience. He had done nothing wrong, and yet he's now being pursued to be killed. They want to cut him off, destroy his life. And he says, those who hate me without cause, there's no reason why they hate me. They're more than the hairs of my head. Saul put a price on him, like a wanted dead or alive type of thing, and he couldn't go anywhere in Israel. He ended up fleeing to the desert. He even lived with the Philistines for a while. He lived down at En Gedi, Cave of Adullam. We went through it all in the Samuel videos. And so he says in verse 1, save me, God. The water is up to my neck. There's, you know, he, he, he says in verse 3, I am weary with crying. It's a poor bloke. <laughs> he, he did everything right, yet it all turned on him in a snap. And yet this is a picture of Christ because Christ, there's, there's no one on the earth more righteous than Jesus There's no one who did anything more right than Christ did, and yet they turn on him in a snap too. And so this psalm is, yeah, written by David about his life circumstances, but the whole thing is like a messianic prophecy about Christ. So I'm going to point to you out just a few, just a couple of the references here that we find in here. So in verse 7, it says, Because of your sake I have borne reproach. Well, that's Christ. Christ came and took the reproach and the sin and the shame of the whole world for, for our sake. So for our sake, Christ took all of our reproach. In verse 9, it says, the zeal of your house consumes me. There's another Christ one. You remember the story where Jesus went into the temple, and he was overturning the money changers, and he was going crazy with a whip, and and all of that. (laughs) And then it says in the Gospels, it says, the disciples remembered The psalm where it says, zeal for your house has consumed me. Well, there you go. That was a quote right out of this, Psalm 69. Verse 21, it says, in my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink. Do you remember Christ on the cross? They lifted up vinegar for him to drink. In verse 26, it says, they persecute him whom you have wounded. Christ was wounded by the Lord. He took our pain upon himself and he was the subject of our persecution. In verse 28, it says, let them be blotted out of the book of life and not be written with the righteous. That's Judas. And um, in the book of Acts, in Acts chapter one, they wanted to replace Judas and they quote, you know, where it says, let his name be blotted out of the book of life. Well, this is the quote referencing Judas. We know he is not in heaven. His name is blotted out. And that's a terrible, terrible thing. So these are just a few of the references. I've just given you five that are found in the New Testament. So this whole psalm, it's worth going back and reading it through again and realising it's talking about David, it's talking about Christ, all at the exact same time. There is one psalm that's quoted more in the New Testament, and that's Psalm 110, but the Psalm 110 is quoted, it tends to be the one verse that's quoted a lot in the New Testament, where here we've got a lot of different verses that are quoted you know, less often. So Psalm 69 is, I think Psalm 22 is the most, is the Psalm in the New Testament with the most quotes and Psalm 69 is the second. But Psalm 110 is the one most quoted, even though there's less parts of it quoted in the New Testament. So Psalm 69 is a significant Psalm and it's all about Christ. Go and read it again. Lord, I thank you for Psalm 69 and I thank you for the Messiah, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And Father, I pray that we would bend our knees to the Saviour, that we would follow him as Master and Lord, that he would be our King. Lord, not just in the future, sometime in a heavenly kingdom, but here, now on earth, in the kingdom of God now. Give us grace to serve and follow and bend the knee. Amen.